This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Show and uh, I think just in time because we've got Leslie Edwards here now, dating and relationship coach, and she's got Mars Venus Coach Leslie.com. Mars and Venus, right? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. That means that Veronica is from Venus. And in fact, it's a place to be. <laughs> and are you from Mars? <laughs> well, I don't want to, I can't, yeah, I did see Obama there in the 70s, but that oh. is a different story. Yes. Now, and you have a giant statue, I just heard, of Venus in your I backyard. I do. The goddess of love is in my backyard. She is huge. Like, is it a replica of the famous Venus de Milo? Yeah, it's, it's not quite like that. But does it's, she have arms? She does, and she's got flowers in her arms, and she's got flowers in her hair, and all my friends know her. Well, my neighbors know her because she's over my fence, and she's that. got uh, lights in her head, so it's pretty cool. It's very cool. That's weird. I mean, that's a yeah, whole Yeah, I will not right tell there. you how she got there. Maybe we'll <laughs> that's not going to be on, oh, on oh, this oh. channel. <laughs> yeah, now we know what we need to be talking about. Okay? Get right to it. <sighs> okay, well, let's talk about this Venus and Mars. Yes. With Leslie. So uh, I'm not sure where to start here, Leslie, but how did you get into this, uh, first of all? That's funny. Veronica was just asking me. Um, Basically, the short story is when I would go to parties and meet people and they would find out that I was a dietitian, they were a lot more excited about it than I was. And I realized that I didn't want to talk about their diets and any of that. I just wanted to know, are you seeing someone? How did you meet? Because I've always been obsessed with love stories. Oh. Wow. So that was okay. your passion that you were following and not your job. Absolutely. And one of my best friends, because we I was like, I, I think I want to change careers. I don't feel like I'm really making yeah. the difference I want to make because I was working in acute care in hospitals. And um, nutrition is just, it's just not my passion. And he was like, well, what's your favorite thing? What would you just, and I was like, well, talk about relationships, but like, that's everyone. And he's like, no, that's you. And it was like, what? That's great. Okay. Yeah. So great. So you found your passion? Yeah. And I had loved John Gray's work, the author of Men Are From Mars and yeah. Women Are From Venus. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> That and guy I'm, that started it all. Is he Canadian, that guy? He's not. Oh. He's Californian. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I had all I knew was I have enough degrees. I'm not going back for any more formal education. And he had a training program, and so oh, I got to did. go and train oh, with wow. him personally. And now I'm one of their lead trainers. And we get to train all and there's coaches from around the world the middle east is like the biggest growing area for mars venus coaches so you don't really actually do coach yourself uh your clients or do you coach other coaches oh, both. coaches uh, yeah they're gonna be coaches yeah i absolutely support other mars venus coaches basically my expertise when i'm coaching them is delivering workshops and how to find you know your own authentic voice for mm -hmm. what your message is going to be right, right, right. um so i love supporting them in that way but mm -hmm. yeah my real passion is people struggling with dating oh okay so that's uh, that was my okay veronica's putting up her hand but i just want to say so that's your main thing is to help people who are struggling my new Real best friend. 
But really, it's really people trying to find their perfect ultimate partner, right? Uh, I mean, who? That's like you got a big market out there, right? Yeah. Starting right here. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that is the case. My vision is that. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of people, because we know what kind of the divorce rate is pretty high, but even beyond that, even people who are still in marriages don't necessarily have the kind of love that, it, like for me, what life is about, what my life is about, yeah. is the kind of love that brings out our gifts in a way that only love can. And so that's my vision, that okay. all relationships, all marriages are that. Yeah. So, um... <clears throat> Is there such a thing? Okay, no, I'm not gonna ask that stupid question. Not right now. <laughs> but our men, okay, are men really from Mars, and are women really from Venus? This is interesting, right? Given all of the topics around even like gender identity and all of those things that have kind of mm -hmm. started in our city. Um, what I love about this as a metaphor is, I mean, it's based on generalities. But really, it's about our masculine and feminine essence. And so most men, so they say about 80% of men identify as having a masculine core, and about 80, 85% of women identify as having a feminine core. And those, I would say, are the essences of Mars and Venus. Well, it's kind of like, it's like two forces, right? It's like yin Absolutely. and yang. And, because, so and we all have both of them. All of us, I mean, even if people are don't identify with one gender or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And the, the cool thing is, because I know there's, there's kind of this myth out there that us gals are in our masculine all the time. In reality, we're in neutral most of the time. What gals? Pro gals. Probably um, entrepreneurial women, I would say. For sure, for our, sure. Our, our Career, I mean, the yeah. women that I work with are successful, ambitious women. Yeah. So we've been used All to right. kicking butt. So we, we've been so, used to having to kick butt. Right. So the, the yes. men are from Mars. Most women are from Venus. But the Amazon women are on the moon. Right? Yeah. Okay. And they get to do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> with whoever they want. Yeah. Is that the problem, though, with some women? Or, okay, what's, what is the problem? Okay, what's the it, problem? It does seem yeah. that, to, to me, okay, that there are a lot of people that I look at, I won't name names, but uh, that I think they're great people. They should be in a fabulous relationship, but they are finding it difficult to find someone who they can really love, right? What's yeah. going on? Absolutely. I think it really starts with whatever your natural essence is, if you, if you are, I'll say, a, in the 80 to 85% of gals with a feminine core, and you're spending a lot of time because the, some of the essence of the masculine is that make it happen, go get it, you know, produce the results kind of energy. And we're used to that. We've been raised in that. Like the school system and the work system were created for men by men because that's what works for men. Mm -hmm. And we've grown up in that system and, and produced results in that system. And we think, okay, good. Mm -hmm. And then we bring that to the love world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Because what has us bond in that traditional sense, because even in same-sex relationships, there is someone who has more of a masculine core and more of a feminine core, and they also can alternate back and forth. Because everything is a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. Um, so what works is that polarity that the masculine gives and the feminine receives. Mm -hmm. That creates bonding. Mm -hmm. 
So it's coming home to our natural essence, whatever that is and wherever on the spectrum you are. All right. Um, let's talk about Veronica now. <laughs> Veronica, you know what? You're sitting there going, I want to back out of this so badly. <laughs> I don't want to get caught up in this. And I'm like, I'm looking at you going, it's coming to me. I can see no, it. I'm just joking. We don't have to do that. Veronica. Listen, okay, I'm, I'm single. <laughs> and I have to say, one of my very, very dear friends, whenever he drives, <laughs> and I'm the passenger, and I even remotely say, you know, this, this lane is open. Why don't you, he, like, put your it back in your pants and let me drive, oh. you know? And it's like amazing how, you know, when you are independent and you take care of yourself, you run a, you know, your own business, your house, your car, your career, like you're doing it all yourself from groceries to dry cleaning to you have no support staff at home, uh, meaning, you know, a, a significant other that hopefully supports you. And, you know, you, how do you go from overdrive to neutral mm. in a relationship? So that's what, so for me, I've always been really attracted to very dynamic uh, entrepreneurial type of men because I just feel we're kind of at the same energy. But where are they? <laughs> everywhere. So totally. that's, that's yeah, maybe, maybe you can give me some, why don't you give everybody who's in my position uh, ideas? Like, how do you go about this? What would you, what would you say to me <laughs> if I was yours? You know, patient. I'm not patient. Is it quiet? Quiet, yeah. Might as well be a patient. Quiet. We're not treating you. <laughs> Treat me. Cure me. So, one of my favorite aspects of the feminine that we all have is desire. Mm -hmm. Desire is the beginning of everything. It's the seed of every amazing invention. Every great, great song. Every great song. And actually getting connected to desire. So, what I found... So I was absolutely one of those people who was like driving hard and where's all the great men? We live in this small city, Toronto, and there's no one, there's no one interested. I hear you. And completely lost my train of thought. Where the heck was that going? Well. Okay, you were talking about what happened to you. I'll bring you back. And so it happened to you. You oh, were wondering desire. yourself. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, darling. A good thing I'm listening. This is the cool I'm thing taking notes, actually. Well, this is the cool thing about the feminine, where the masculine part of us is blurry, very black and white. Right, yeah. wrong. I'm black and white, too, though. Well, of course, yeah. because we have a very well-developed masculine sense. Yes. The oh, good point. Us, the feminine point. part of us is very much in the shades of gray. Okay. So we're changeable. We're adaptable. Yes. And a lot of, a lot of the masculine interpretation of that is you're flaky. You like this this day, you don't like this this day, I can't count on you, you know? Mm. Or like you think about in the bedroom. Well, we Sometimes that thing totally works, and other times you'll, nah, we'll leave oh, it. Somebody just. Well, that's the feminine side you're talking about. Yes. The men view is fickle and yes. they don't get it. Because right? they're like, black and white, one. because they're black you know and I mean? white. Because the guy goes, She's going on about her problems and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, do this and that and that and this and it'll be fixed. No, just and she's listen. Going, just listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's counterintuitive I don't get entirely. it. You don't want solutions? Listen, I've got the, like, great communication and listening skills. It's just like I need somebody there to reciprocate. Well, it is. And it's also because... So how do you, how do you go about finding you know, your, your match or whatever. But that is important too, because we actually deal with stress in different ways based on our brain chemistry. And I'm a science geek, so I love, 
actually getting into the science. And John Gray is actually very much, he's kind of crossed over from relationships into nutrition and science. Because oh. he, what he realized is as much um, great information you can have about relationships, yeah. if hormones are way out of balance and people right. are crazy stressed to the max, mm -hmm. you've got to bring things back into balance first. Right. But one of the ways that we deal with stress is by talking. Right, that actually brings down our cortisol levels. So there's no stress It brings here. up, we need oxytocin to bring down, mm -hmm. right? That's like our feel good hormone. Mm -hmm. And that brings down our stress, our cortisol levels. Where mass, the men, testosterone is what brings down your cortisol levels. So things that produce testosterone are taking action, doing things, having solutions. And yeah. when you don't, when there isn't a clear solution, then forget about it. Good point. Or so. You don't have a solution right now, or we're not going to take action right now, then forget about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that actually can produce testosterone for men as well. But that's the opposite for the women. Doesn't work for us, lot. though. So, yeah. Because then it's actually how we, and you know this. Because you're shutting down. No, no, we're not shutting down. You're just, we're giving you're you some pause. solutions you're here. Pause. You're just not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, because we're not feeling yeah. heard. And that's yeah. one of the number yeah. one ways that the feminine feels loved mm -hmm. is oh, you really care. Yeah. He really gets me, feeling understood. And so how we find our own solutions is by being heard. But a great thing that we can do to just preface that whole thing with a guy who wants to help us, which is a sign that they love us, they're giving us solutions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't want us to be stuck in this thing. Otherwise, right. they could just walk away and say, deal with it on your own. But they're saying, hey, you could do this, you could do that. That's love. That's that's support. See, that's the woman needs to understand that about the guy. And the no, guy I'm saying that's great. What the woman can actually do, though, is say, Oh God, I just got to vent. I just got to like, let me just like lay this on really you. Communicate. Well, she's got to understand where so he's coming he from. So he knows that he doesn't have to respond. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to give solutions. It's just like, I just got to say this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it so true? I know. It's like, exactly. Right. So, so anyways, back to desire. How do we find these great guys? Yeah. Um, so in my experience, most people who are single, 100% of their relationships have not worked out to this point. Well, obviously. <laughs> and so we have a real, a ton of references yeah. for what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so why would we invest in desire? Why would we think about what we want when 100% of our experience had said, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. It hasn't happened. So the first thing that I do with people is actually repair that relationship with desire. Because when desire is intact, it's fuel for us. Mm -hmm. Like you said, that mm -hmm. great book or that mm -hmm. great song, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. just like, it just flows through us. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yum, yes, I want that. So that's the first the thing. The feeling. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. and you know, you think about all these manifesting things, they say. Yeah. Feel you know, it, feel it, feel it. Yeah, it's not only having the vision board, but you've got to yeah. feel the feelings and feel what it'll feel like when you have it. But That's right. when you haven't had it for so long, and you, when you think about what you want, you just feel like guilt and pain and disappointment. I don't know how it's going to feel when I have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have so many awful feelings connected to this whole experience. Mm -hmm. So it's actually repairing that relationship with desire. And my favorite way is I think about the Sears wish book. The what? The Sears wish the book? The Sears wish book. <laughs> I remember the Do you Eaton, remember the Sears wish book? The Eaton's catalog. Okay. Yeah. The Eaton's catalog. I know. I was Because it I was has another catalog. use afterwards if you live up north. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So I've heard. But the Sears <laughs> wish book for me was like, that was the best day of the year. 
And it would have all the toys that you could ever want from Santa. And I would look through that catalog and think about, oh my gosh, okay, if I could have anything on this page, what would I want? Because you knew, I knew. If you ask Santa for something, he could make that in his workshop. He could make anything. So that's the process that I walk my clients through is like essentially we open up the wish book and start having some fun again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because otherwise, how do you cultivate those fun feelings of actually thinking about this thing that is really important to most? I mean, the highest priority of the feminine is love and relationships. What's the highest priority for the man? Freedom. Appropriate. Freedom. I was going to say something else. <laughs> what were you going to say? Appropriation. Oh. And freedom, freedom and, and Freedom and to purpose. appropriate. <laughs> no. And yeah. purpose, right, yeah. which is usually your yeah. access to freedom. Okay. Now let me ask you something, okay? I think Please. we're in a new world now. Now we, t- we, we see the whole marriage thing uh, going down, basically, right? Like the numbers, uh, divorce rates up. Um, people not being able to find their relationships. But I just think about uh, the world now, even different now than it was 20 years ago yeah. because of the Internet. Because what I think is, I think about those little towns, you know, that our great-grandparents grew up in, where they might have 100 possible, or maybe maybe that's a high number even, but 100 possible partners for them, life partners, right? right? But now, with the Internet and everything, only in the last 20 years. I mean, there's billions of potential partners, right? So to me, I mean, the, the chances of getting uh, the right one actually are a lot higher because you have a lot more to choose from, right? Your catalog, your Eden's catalog is this thick <laughs> right. now. You couldn't even hold it, yeah. <laughs> so, and your question is? Uh, well, I, I think maybe we have the potential really for people to really find the, uh, the, 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 the true love that they really are looking for now more Absolutely. than ever, right? But so something's, what's, what's in the way? Oh, boy. A lot of things. <laughs> um, that was a great question. Yeah. I mean, so much has changed. Yeah. And is it too easy with, with well, the internet? It, the illusion is that it's easier. The illusion yeah. is that it's easier. Yeah. And like take online dating, for example. Um, it's generally, because we know a third of people online dating are on, on an app or a website are never going to go on a date. A third of them. Really? Really? there are these people like me. The, my, when my last relationship ended, I was like, what is this? I've heard about it. Tinder. Oh, I see. How does it work? I just want to go on and see. <laughs> yeah. And see what kind of attention I get, yeah, what kind yeah. of, you know. With and no, then with no, yeah, just from a curiosity yeah. and exploring, and also it's a very low entry. Right. It's right. a it's a gateway drug it, into into dating. Gateway drug. It's, it's like it's dating. like the Eaton's catalog. That's exactly right. Online. That's right. exactly <laughs> right. Swipe right. Swipe it left. is, and the rea- So at least the clients that I work with actually envision what would be ideal for them and what their sense is that the meet their person in quote mm-hmm. real life mm-hmm. not online um and you know like it was 20 years ago this is the way that we've been meeting forever and ever and ever um and so the online world is so different than that and you think it's harmless i'm just going to go i'm going to create a profile i'm going to see what's out there and and start but it's predicated on so many things i mean the whole 
way that apps work is so that you get addicted to them and you use them right. a lot. Yeah. And you they're pay not, for the subscription, right? They're not, yeah, they're not about helping mm. the people get what they want. They're about making the app successful. Correct. Yeah, Correct. And, and I think they do want to help. I, I, like, I don't think it's a malicious intent by the companies at all, but the, it's not intended to create an environment that has us feel good about the process. Right. There is a very small portion of people that I think it's geared to feeling really good about the process, people who, um, I don't know, get a, I, I don't even know. There, there's so many different things, I won't even go there, but so you're coaching, it's so easy you're to be disappointed. now, as far as how to find love, right? Yes. And how's your success rate, just out of curiosity? Oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah, my husband was just asking me, because um, I found out about a couple more pregnancies from women that have done my Goddess Weekend. So I work one-on-one -on -one privately with clients, and I also do these small group Goddess Weekends. And um, he's like, how many Goddess babies is that now? Because there's just, yeah, a whole bunch. So I, I don't actually have a number for you. That's great. Um, but also people have different goals. Uh -huh. So it, it's kind of hard to, mm -hmm. to measure that. But because some people come to me and they're like, I just got out of a relationship, or I'm in a relationship, and it might not be the right mm -hmm. one. Um, and, and how do I navigate that? And some people are like, I want to get married. Yeah. So people's goals are very different. But yeah, lots of marriages, lots of babies. Yeah. So basically if somebody was single and came to you and that you would work on the desire end of it, and what I thought was really interesting is you're really focused on the old-fashioned way, which is not the Internet. So does this have anything to do with the vibration that if you're on the same page, then the universe is going to bring you together regardless mm, is, that, really like is that. that sort of how it works because so many of my friends that are married like literally met by chance and my clients too I, that's one of my my most favorite questions to ask my clients is how did you meet yeah. and they, nine out of ten times it's the most bizarre way how they met yeah you know it wasn't like a setup or you know, blind date. It was like I went to Metro after the gym. I was sweaty, and there he was. You know, kind of thing. Like just random. Yeah. So and does that mean that both parties were actually ready yeah. and prepared for that union? For sure. For that meeting. So Absolutely. you're just taking it to that level. Yes. So the desire is the one piece. Right. The the place that I actually start with people um, is to look at what's in the way of you. I mean, it's natural for us to connect with the right people. It is oh, actually really natural. That's interesting. So when I meet with someone, that's what I'm actually interested in, is just what's blocking you? What's in the way of you naturally connecting with the right people? And then once we uncover that, it's usually one <coughs> thing kind of at the core of, it looks like a constellation of different things, mm -hmm. but it's all kind of a different version of the same really? essence of so that block. So you can like, help you can, identify yeah, whatever that that's one. Great. Yeah, well that's key, because we need to know what we're, what we're working with. Yeah. To see if it's even a, a um, match. What are, what are some examples of that yeah, good one question. thing? Oh boy. I mean, just even a couple, just to. Uh, well, it's usually different versions of something about worthiness. So, uh, some, whatever their version of not good enough or. Um, okay. You know, what their mom said. Like, one of the, well, actually, one question that is a great question that everyone can ask themselves is what would your, assuming you grew up in a traditional mom dad family? Mm -hmm. What would your dad say is the downside to relationships? What would your dad say is the downside to relationships? And what would your mom say is the downside to relationships? 
the essence of getting at what is that negative belief system about relationships that we've inherited from our parents. Because they're our primary picture of love and relationship. Um, and so they've highly influenced our thoughts about love and relationships growing up. And kind of that critical point is before age seven. That's kind of when we've established most of our belief systems and especially about relationships. Um, so yeah, just different, it's really just different versions of not good enough. And it, the key is finding it in your own voice. Because once you hear it in your own voice, it's like, oh my gosh, What yeah. does that mean? I say it all the time. My, like, whatever my version of, okay. Yourself, you know, or, or not pretty the, enough. Yourself, so self-talk, right? Worthy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, right. So once we can get it in the, in the phrasing, because the phrasing is really important, because that's what comes from our unconscious. And that's what I'm interested in. Um, because, you know, that's where the juice is. If you, if your unconscious was aligned with your desire, you have it. It's clear. Mm. So when, when I need some the alignment, result, then I guess. Yeah, just like everything. Yeah. Just like everything. The body, it's all the same. No, I, I'm just thinking. I mean, it's that same thing you could apply to anything, any area if of your life. If you're not in alignment. That you're, yeah. um, not happy with or that you're yeah. in lack. You're Truly. Whatever, alignment, right? yeah. I like that. Yeah. Truly. So from there, once we see what the blocks are, the way that I describe it is like an inoperable tumor. It feels like once we uncover what that is, it's been hidden this whole time, uh -huh. it would be so great to just cut it out and be done with it. Like, ah, I hate that thing. But the reality is it's part of what shaped a lot of our other amazing qualities, uh -huh. right? Just like an inoperable tumor. It's so close to other important parts of the body. We can't safely cut it out. So I work with this the same way, which is we can't cut it out, but we can cut off the blood supply. Right, so stop feeding that old thing. Notice, it's gonna get triggered. You've only just seen it for the first time and sometimes it's been there for 40 plus years. It's sort of like when you buy a new car and let's yes. say it's red and all of a sudden you're driving and every car on the street is red. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. It's crazy, right? Absolutely, <laughs> it's that reticular activating system of our yeah. brain yeah. that once we're interested in something, it shows up yeah. and I like so, that. Once we're interested in something, it shows up. I like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So just get interested in your uh, ultimate soulmate. I have the vision board. Both. It's two, it's twofold though. I have the vision board. Okay. And I have the feelings. I really don't think I have any negative feelings about past relationships because they've really been terrific. So um, I've been thinking that I'm asking for too much. Mm, That's what which is I, common. Which is what I think. Yeah. And I get it from my girlfriends and my male friends. You are going to have the hardest oh. time finding Actually, you know what's funny? I have somebody friend. for you. I have one of my good friends. Right? Uh, I get that all the time. I tell him, Steve, lower your standards for yeah. crying out loud. You're, you're my, that's what my friends <laughs> say to me all the time. And I go, I'm not asking for anything I can't offer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always say that. And I, and you know, my, you you know, my male friends, oh, you know what, you're so powerful, men are afraid of you, and it's like, and the girls are like, you know, who's going to be a vegan? Who's going to eat raw food? Like, there aren't that many guys like meat. You That's know? okay, we don't need oh. to feed any more of this yucky stuff. Well, but it's just, I'm but just it's not sure. I'm, I'm bombarded with this, you and I'm absolutely. like, you know what, no guys, you're wrong. I'm going to be single until I find this you know great what? person. Veronica, you got to come here Monday. Yeah. Nothing but vegans. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be slash speed dating now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but funny. okay, so this is good. So that's, you know, and I'm, I'm still holding firm that, hey, I, I think that person's there somewhere. Absolutely. So yeah. 
And I was yeah. exactly in the yeah. position that you yeah. were and heard all of the same things. So, yes. I don't believe it. I'm just saying yes, that this I is know. what I can But can it can, it absolutely with. influences yeah. Yeah. us, yeah. right? Because then we think, well, should I just? Uh, so, I've been working really hard not to let it influence me, to really be clear on what I'm looking for and, you know, who do I want and that kind of thing. So I've, I've yeah. been really focusing on the positivity of that and the energy of it, you know? Yes. So. But, and you were asking Hugh about, I'm going to give you, uh, actually, the, the one from my life. So because I hadn't had really tragic, terrible examples and my parents were... Yeah. Totally soulmates and me too. Had a That's why I was when you said that I'm yeah. like I had great parents. Um, <laughs> they were so in love. <laughs> yet the thing that was holding me back was yeah, when sure. one of those great sure. relationships ended. I just said, well, that was perfect, so it's never going to be as good again. Oh, it's never going to be as good. Oh. I never, I've never said that. And then it evolved I into say it's going to be better. <laughs> good, I love that. <laughs> Then it evolved in, you know, like we rationalize it. Because when we actually say it out loud like that, it's like, well, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. right. I don't mean that. Uh, I don't mean that. But that's the, that's the whole, you have to be, it, to be able to, to tap into the unconscious right. and get those messages in that raw, ugly form, mm -hmm. you need to be in that victim mentality. That's the only place you can tap into it. So that's what I say to my clients is like, don't be responsible for anything that you're saying as we're doing this, uncovering mm. what the blocks are session. Mm -hmm. Actually, the best place to be is as untransformed as you can be. <laughs> the most you can be in victim mode and blaming, yeah. the most you can actually tap into what is the negative stuff that's blocking you. Really? So that was it for that me. That is really so It's never going to be as good again. And that, so you can imagine what the trajectory of my relationships were for the next 15 years. Huh. Just like less and less connected and gay and not in love until I saw it. And what did you say yours was? You didn't think it was going to get any better than your last one? It'll never be as good again. Oh, okay. So that was that was that your, was perfect, that was your and that language. didn't work. So, so that the was real your thing language. Must be okay. a freaking fairy tale. And I've, I've been sitting here going, "What do you think?" I, like to myself, "What are you thinking that is stopping?" Like, and it's what is the almost. Block, you know? uh, is I'll say it's almost impossible to see for yourself. Yeah, that's why. Well, that's why you're here. It really is because <laughs> it's there for a reason because yeah. it's keeping us safe. If I continue to believe that, because I stayed. Forever. I like that. It's continuing to keep you safe, yes. which means it's keeping you in the same place. Status of quo. Of safety. Everybody loves the status quo. But even and, though you think you don't. Yeah. That's exactly. But the thing about the status quo yeah. is, because you can't Doesn't, actually you stay in the same place, yeah. you're, either, you're either growing or the opposite. Shrinking. So you think you're staying in the same place, but like you saw from my trajectory of relationships, it was just getting worse mm -hmm. and worse mm -hmm. and worse. So no, I just was shrinking into more and more resignation. Yeah. And then I was having more and more high expectations and, criti and, and critical judgment of the dating pool that was out there because but, it was like, but then you prove to a, me that you're good enough. Yeah. Prove to me that you're interesting enough. Then you become one my of time. these bitter. Absolutely, because look, I've been hurt so much. Oh, that's very interesting. I've been hurt so much. So that's part of what, what I tapped into for people. Right, so this is what you can do for people who are, are your uh, clients mostly men or women or couples or what? Yeah, mostly single women. I do work with men, but as you can imagine, the Goddess Weekend, only for women. Um, and yeah, single women. Well, men that come to see you must be really 
tapped into their feminine side because they're and there's, and, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that because I really believe each person has a yin and a yang. And I, for myself, I go for Chinese acupuncture mm. and they can tell which side of me is more dominant mm. because it is broken into two different sides and what you need to focus on and things like that. So it's not just acupuncture. It's a little therapy as well, right? Just to get more an alignment. Yeah. And... Um, now I lost my train the, of thought. The, the men are more in their feminine? Yeah. So I would just think that would they be more in tune or in touch with themselves enough that they would reach out for your help. That's interesting. I wouldn't necessarily say that about just the men that I've that. worked with across the board. Right. Um, for sure, the latter of what you said. Mm -hmm. the, the great thing I love about working with men is they're like, okay, this is, I'm not figuring this out on my own. I'm yeah. going to find someone who knows how to do this and expedite the I want, the, I the, want the solution. Okay. Absolutely. That's interesting. Right? See, because that's what the yeah. guys do, right? Problem Getting solved. Getting a solution. Yeah, problem Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what I do every day in my job is but, I find solutions for everything. But you are right on, yeah. the, on the part of, I mean, what, at what all of us are looking for when we're looking for a relationship, that's a fulfillment of our feminine side because mm -hmm. love and relationships mm -hmm. is our feminine. So... With men, although I don't phrase it this way, I love with you, Hugh. Is uh, that's absolutely the part that we're going to do some work on yeah. because that's the part that feels. If you want to fall in love, if you want to have these amazing feelings for mm -hmm. someone, you have to be able to feel. And that's another thing that we look at when we do this right. roadmap. Is you know what did what did mom and dad say about emotions? What mm -hmm. was their experience of emotions? And mostly, you know, emotions are we we are. You know, you think of, I think it's an Indian teaching, the four realms, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. I have always been most comfortable with the mental realm, logic, reasoning, all my degrees. You know, they're all focused yeah, yeah. directly on the, the how and why. And relationships don't happen. Nothing about relationships is really in the realm of logic and reasoning. <laughs> the magic of relationships is entirely in the other three realms. Of emotion what feels good mm -hmm. and how can we follow what feels good if we're not feeling mm -hmm. and the spiritual part which is like you said we're so used to being independent taking care of everything is like really leaning back and being supported mm -hmm. so but not just by a coach but by knowing that okay this is gonna work out the universe has got my back the book that's in my in my in my bag right now but really leaning on something bigger than us so we don't have mm -hmm. to make it happen and be in our masculine entirely we can just receive that nice attention well, that's, that's what our way. the women's thing is is right the receiving the feminine energy receiving right Absolutely. so you guys don't have to worry about it the guys have to do all the work and that but that's the thing is like what do you do when you're <laughs> worrying about it anyways because we tend to be good at that too do you think it's gonna? Uh, do you think we're gonna get to a point where people are in long-term happy relationships? Most people. Yes, absolutely. All around the world. Yes, absolutely. Really? By what year? <laughs> uh, sooner rather than later, I hope. I don't know what it's. It's like the reflection of our world. I think is also a reflection of the level of love that's in that's around on the planet. So I think it's it's all a perfect match. It's not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, they, well, and I believe it too, that love is the answer. Love is the answer for everything. Yet, how is looking for love so challenging? It's the same place. It's finding love within ourselves, finding love when we look at another person and we're right. like, I don't understand your behavior. I don't understand where you're coming from. I don't understand your choices. But really, love 
is the answer for I think everything in our world. Do you think men and women need to learn? Uh, uh, you know, like sometimes I see guys and they don't seem to understand women at all, or I see women that don't really understand guys at all, and, and there's a real disc. I mean, you get two of those kind of people, and they're just totally not going to be able to communicate with each other. <sighs> do, do, do men have to learn how to deal with women? Are they being improperly socialized? Well, no, oh my God, there's so many things. <laughs> I, I didn't like. See, maybe I think. Should, yeah. I think it's it, there's absolutely it's absolutely an asset yeah. to find out you know the things about you that are that are inherent like your masculine and unowning that because that the byproduct of women coming more into our masculine and being in the work world is that you can't have two masculines because then we just have war all the time whether it's in your private relationships mm -hmm. or in the world so what happens when women are standing up in our masculine and being really critical or really directed then men just, if I was like, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal. That's true. And so they end up being more passive. And um, one of my clients who's a lawyer, oh, what does he call it? Deference. Deference in the relationship, which kills a relationship because you want to see someone who's engaged. But that's what we're seeing a lot with men is this more like, okay, well, if you're going to take care of things, then great. But it doesn't create any bonding. Yeah. So it is also men getting back connected to their essence and their masculine, which is their place that they feel good and powerful. Right. And okay. commitment, committing for men, committing to something, whatever it is, a project, a, a person, relationship, yeah. commitment creates power in yeah. men. So. You know, I'm just thinking, I mean, this conversation, I could keep having this conversation. This is all great, afternoon. yeah. yeah. Uh, because really there are so many issues and there is yeah. so much at stake. And, uh, you know, I think... Uh, I think, you know what, this could be a new way of counseling people that have been married for a while and have really just either not evolved in their communication skills with one another because maybe they're not aware of the new style of communicating and, and respecting and loving and all this other stuff. I think this would be a really great um, thing for people that are already married where the relationship, maybe there's very little communication. Yeah. Um, you know, to just to kind of connect back and understand the Mars and Venus thing. And listen, we don't all have to be the same. But Absolutely. I think the number one thing is to understand each other, to love each other, give each other space, you know, communicate. And there's something that I learned a long time ago is the different levels of love and the, uh, sorry, the different love communication uh, things. The like love languages? The love languages. Yeah. Like some people, love means saying it other people showing it with little things other people giving gifts and I don't know where but somebody asked me once uh, how my parents interacted in, in mm -hmm. the love language and it was really interesting because I realized I was doing the same thing in what I how I felt loved and I was with a particular person who showed it and I mean it was completely opposite it's sort of like um, me saying I love you and the other person making dinner right you know, like for the person who wants to hear it, making dinner is not like, I don't know you love me, but Believe the person me. making dinner is like, man, you have no idea how, how much I love, I love you. Look, Look what I made it's for so you. True. It's so true. If, if you place. don't speak that same love language, that's really weird too.
It can be. It's that's on my top are ten places to ask my dates. <laughs> How do you interpret it? Love. Well, the golden rule that is what you're describing right? is like do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That doesn't work in relationships for that yeah. very reason. Yeah. So it really is about the platinum rule, which is you give other people what they want, when and they you give you. yourself yeah. what you want. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a very interesting conversation, Leslie and. Uh, Thanks for coming in today. Thanks so much for having me. I think uh, I think uh, made some great points, and uh, I'm sure people out there are resonating with you, and uh, probably some of them are thinking I should give Leslie a call or get in touch with you. What is the best way for them to do that? I think the website is probably the easiest one. MarsVenusCoachLeslie.com, and, and you can help them find the love that they really need. Yeah, or want. Truly. My personal belief is we don't have desires for things that are not meant for us, especially when it comes to love. It's a fundamental, fundamental. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Great. That was good, eh? That was Veronica. good. I like that. <laughs> I like Leslie a lot. I think I'm gonna. I, love I think I'm gonna be calling her. Do I get a discount? <laughs> Absolutely. You don't have to answer that right away. I know. Leslie. Oh, is she? <laughs> We're live. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah, thanks for great. coming in. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Okay. All right. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next time here on... Uh, I know you back next Thursday. I am. I'm your new co-host. As long as you want me to see, be. See, I wasn't even sure you were going to show I up I thought today. I was going to interview you. Well, I don't know if we have time. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Anyway, see you next time. That's Bye. <laughs>